Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched the live action Kim Possible. And I'm just going to come out and say it. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, this came out February 15th, 2019. I think I've said it before, but not our Kim Possible. Not, just like, no. not our Roderick. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I did not have high expectations going in, and those expectations weren't even met. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. Um, this movie does have some names. Um, not the one I'm going to start with. Uh, Sadie Stanley, who plays Kim Possible. She's a recurring character in The Goldbergs. Um, Sean Jambrone, who plays Ron. He's a main character in The Goldbergs. Um, Todd Stashwick, who plays Dr. Drafton. We saw him in Stuck in the Suburbs. He played Jordan Cahill's agent. Um, Isaac Ryan Brown, who plays Wade. He is one of Raven's children in Raven's home. Um, Allison Hannigan, who plays, uh, Kim's mom, Dr. Anne Possible. You obviously know her from How I Met Your Mother, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or American Pie. Um, Tim and Jim are played by these two kids named Connor and Owen Fielding. They were uh, Manny Heffley in the original Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie. Um, and then Patton Oswalt. I love Patton Oswalt. He, he just gives me a comforting vibe. Anytime he shows up anywhere or I hear his voice, because he does a lot of voice acting, and he, he's in, like, literally everything. Um, he was the voice of the original Professor Dementor in the Kim Possible cartoon series, and he reprised his role for the live-action um, like I said, he's been in literally everything, like Zoolander, Failure to Launch, The King of Queens, where he was a regular, Ratatouille, obviously, um, The Informant, Community, United States of Terra, Young Adult, Two and a Half Men, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, The Circle, which was a terrible movie, but a great book, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Veep, uh, the fourth season of Veronica Mars, Bojack Horseman, the new seasons of Will and Grace, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Reno 911, AP Bio, he's the narrator of the Goldbergs, and like I said, he also does a ton of voice acting. Um, he was also married to the uh, uh, true uh, citizen true crime detective Michelle Mc McNamara. If you've never read I'll Be Gone in the Dark, it's a very good book. Um, and then there's a documentary series about him on HBO, which he's also in, which gives more insight into who Michelle was as a person, which she obviously cannot explain in her own book. It's very good. Highly recommend. That's all I have for people. Um, I couldn't figure out, I don't believe there's any relation, but the actress who played Shigo's name was Taylor, or Taylor o Ortega. Oh, no yeah, relation to Kenny, as no. far as I could tell, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah, and those are, he's the only one who reprised, who reprised his original role. Um, the voice of Rufus also reprised her original role, but Rufus isn't, doesn't really talk, so... Uh, Christy Carlson Romano. I said reprise her original role. No, I'm saying we didn't talk about her. She's in this. Please, I was please. gonna save it. She's oh. a cameo. Oh, well. Our favorite unhinged queen. <laughs> <laughs> My 9-11 story. <laughs> Which I did watch, by the way. She was just there and it was scary. There's nothing. <laughs> um, alright, shall we begin? Yeah. Um, Kim 
begins the movie jetpacking into a secret layer. She's narrating because we can't have a Disney Channel original movie without narration anymore because kids are stupid. Okay, this is definitely made for a younger demographic. Oh, yeah! Another, okay, another thing I wanted to say briefly is that I don't blame the actors and actresses. While I don't think they did a phenomenal job, I don't think this movie should have ever been made. Can no. it possible this, it's a cartoon for a reason? It doesn't need a live-action version. Exactly. It works as a cartoon. It does not work, which I will say repeatedly throughout this movie, it does not work as a live-action. Did they start, like, playing the cartoon again, and that was, like, what this was to, like, introduce the kids to Kim Possible, so then they would, like, maybe watch the cartoon? cartoon that's the only thing i can think of because like kids it's not watch meant something for they didn't know. it's not meant for original fans of kim possible no it's so yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah i hate it <laughs> well she starts telling the story of how she started saving the world yeah which... basically she said she accidentally received a distress call and answered it which i hate like we never know how kim started saving the world in the series it's just like a thing yeah and i prefer that yeah. Well, and at this time, so she, we l- later find out she's going to her first day of high school. So in middle school, she started yeah. saving the world. That's a little too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's about to save a slime scientist <laughs> from Dr. Dementor. See, they were doing everything, including slime. Yeah, I'm glad that they put slime in this movie, because I was thinking maybe this isn't for kids, but then they said slime, and I was like, ah, Gen Z. <laughs> they kept putting, like, all of these little things that I, like, think were aimed towards kids that were supposed to be funny, but just weren't just entirely It was, like, mark. they were trying so hard, and it didn't work. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just, like, like re-air the original cartoon and kids would be interested. Kids wouldn't be interested, because it'd, like, look older. Why, why not? Because <laughs> it would look older. So it's just a different form of animation. Why would they care if it's a good show? Because they wouldn't give it a chance. They wouldn't want to watch it. I don't think... I think we... I think you should give kids more credit. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have watched it. Really? Yeah. I didn't like the old shows that they would play, like, late at night. But those are bad shows. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure some people didn't think they were. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if kids aren't interested in it, they're trying to... I think they were trying to do a revival, and it didn't happen. Anyway, Kim jetpacks into the secret lair of Professor Dementor. Uh, yeah, he captured a slime scientist. Um, it's like the most dangerous slime it's in the world. It's disintegrating uber slime, says yeah, the so slimentist. On top, Kim fights a bunch of henchmen. Ron stumbles in and causes an explosion. Um, the actor who plays Ron really tries to go for Will Fradle's voice. <laughs> I think that they they did that to him. I don't think that was a choice he made. I think that was the whoever made this movie saying you need to sound like him, and it's so annoying. It's but it doesn't work as a live action. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, Wade. So Kim doesn't have like a little like communicator that like video chats. It's a fucking hologram where she presses a button on her necklace and Wade appears. Yeah, but also. Apparently this hologram can be seen, like, in video, because we see that later. Like, we can see Wade talking to her, which is weird. Yeah, um, he broadcasts the blueprints to the layer so they can sneak in. Um, uh, Kim and Ron enter, and Kim fights goons for a while while Ron tries to go save the scientist, but in Ron fashion, they both get stuck on the hook that's hanging over the, uh, dangerous slime. So Kim uses her laser lipstick to uh, cut them from the rope to safety. Uh, Ron hits the self-destruct button in the lair, 
and Wade reroutes Professor Dementor's escape pod to the nearest police station, and they all escape in jetpacks. And apparently this is happening in Europe, we find out. So. I guess. I mean, in the show, they also never explained it, but it's a cartoon. So it's again, a cartoon! It's okay. Suspension of It doesn't disbelief. have to make sense. Yeah. Um, so then we get, like, a, like a shot-for-shot reenactment of the theme song. For some reason. Thankfully, they still use the Christina Milian version. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, back at home in the morning, Mr. and Mrs. Po- or Dr. and Mr. Possible are watching Kim's success on the news the next morning. Uh, Jim and Tim are playing with drones. Mom goes upstairs to get Kim for school, who's just casually doing half-assed yoga in the morning. Well, she had one hour of sleep. Yeah, it's her first day of freshman year, so she spent all night, like, routing the path to her classes. Well, she did that earlier because she was too busy studying for her midterms and finals. For classes that she hasn't taken yet. Yeah. Um, she... In her room, she has a pillow that says girl boss on it. It was 2019. (laughs) I guess. Like, like, Kim, like, technically, by definition, was a girl boss, but I would not... Like, not by modern definition. <laughs> no. Like, but also, this was probably filmed in 2018. The words change so quickly. <laughs> For a time, Girl Boss was not as cringy as it is. Yeah. Um, Kim says that she's gonna try out for cheerleading today, and she stuffs a pom-pom into her backpack, and it's clearly the only thing that's in her backpack. Well, what else does she have to bring to school? A binder, planner, school supplies, anything besides a pom-pom? I don't know. Pen and paper. What did you bring down to your first day of school? Well, we had a to pom-pom? Buy, we had to buy our own books and bring them, but yeah. public school kids don't. <laughs> well, they still have to bring, like, folders and paper and shit. Maybe. Notebooks? I don't know. Maybe they provide it for her. They provide notebooks? Maybe. <laughs> um. So anyway, Kim runs to the bus. She saves a baby on the way. It's the scene that they, like, released. Yeah, there's, like, a baby stroller falling. She saves it, but also makes it to the bus in time. And Ron cheers, but everyone else is just like, okay. Um, uh, we cut to Dr. Draken in this remote Arctic prison. He doesn't have a blue face, but he has, like, bulging blue veins. Yeah. I was a little disappointed by him and Shigo. Yeah, Shigo arrives to break him free, and she doesn't have green skin. She just has, like, heavy green eyeshadow and lipstick. Well, she has black lipstick, like her classic black lipstick, but she has two lips because she's not a cartoon, which yeah. <laughs> is also not the vibe. Um, yeah, she's here to break him free, and they're gonna plan to destroy Kim Possible. So, back at school, Ron and Kim get off the bus, and Ron is live-streaming his first day. Again, they are trying so hard to be relatable to the teens. It's like the meme of, hey, youth. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, he's live streaming. Uh, everyone creates like a circle around uh, Bonnie, who comes up to Kim and is like, "Hey, Kim, like, love you, girl." Gives her a hug. She's like, "Oh, my little freshman friend." Apparently, apparently Bonnie's a year older. Yeah, apparently. Nah, that's not a thing. And also, okay, they're like making them frenemies, but this wouldn't happen. Why was she like, like walking her inside and like? Okay. Bonnie would not give Kim the time of day. No, it She would ignore her. Or she would just bully her. She wouldn't yeah. like, pretend to be her friend first. Yeah. Um, Kim asks her about cheerleader tryouts, and Bonnie says that cheer is for losers, and only popular people play soccer in high school. Okay. Yeah. I think they were trying- Again, there's, like, little things they do here and there to try and make it more, like, feminist. But Kim Possible is already, like, feminist. Kim doing is a this, cheerleader. Doing this just makes it anti-feminist. Kim is a cheerleader. Also, like, 
in the show, no one looks at her to be this perfect person that they, like, portray. Like, no one gives a shit about Kim. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do in this, too. I mean, like, she's, like, popular, but no one cares that she saves the world. N- no one cares about that in this, either. But they make it seem like they used to. I don't know. No, I mean, no one is, like, giving her the time of day, even though she's, like, saving the world all the time. But she's expecting it. The original Kim doesn't expect it. I don't know. Because it's so not the drama. So not the drama. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Wade delivers the news about Draken that he broke free from prison, and then Kim and Ron are late to homeroom with Mr. Barkin, who, if you remember, was a teacher from the original show who did not like Ron or Kim. Uh, Um, yeah, they're late because Kim had memorized where all of their classes were, but Mr. Barkin decided to renumber all of the classrooms over summer, just keep everyone on their toes. Yeah, so Kim jumps onto the roof and climbs through a vent to get there on time, but they're still To her next class. Because yeah. it's across campus again. Uh, she's late again, and Mr. Barkin is also teaching this class. And he, like, offered to give them, like, a second chance earlier, but now he's, like, really mad, like, the, really on his shit list now. Uh, so Kim is feeling defeated by high school, so she decides to try out for soccer. Where she is wearing? Okay, she's wearing tennis shoes, leggings, this, like, cami. And then over the cami is a cut-off polo t-shirt. A cropped polo. Over Ooh. a tank top. Who made that decision? It does not make any sense. It <laughs> looks like she's trying to be Lindsay Lohan when she wears the pink polo, except it's cropped. <laughs> That's what it made me think <laughs> and of. And she wore it to soccer tryouts. It makes no sense. Yeah, so... Oh, is she gonna wear that to cheerleading tryouts? Because I fucking hope not. I don't know. Anyway, Bonnie's like, you can make the team if you s- just score a goal, but it's... Against one, the entire team. It's one versus 11. But Kim does it anyway, because she's Kim. Well, because she's doing her flips down the field and all this stuff. She kicks the ball at Bonnie to knock her down and then kicks it in the goal, which I don't know if that's fair game. The, I mean, you can kick the ball at people. I mean, it's normally not a good uh, move, because the ball does not bounce that hard off of people. <laughs> People are not that bouncy. <laughs> you don't get in trouble for intentionally kicking the ball at someone. I don't know if I've ever seen someone That's what I'm saying. I it, At the very least, it's unsportsmanlike I mean, conduct. It's, it's usually just not a good move, because if you kick the ball at someone, you're going to lose the ball. <laughs> but I'm also saying it's unsportsmanlike, Kim. <laughs> I have gotten the ball kicked at me on accident. Well, yeah, that's the thing. On accident, they're not like <laughs> Or I've used my it. body to block the ball. Yeah, but they're not kicking it as hard as they can at because that's usually a terrible because you're gonna lose the ball the ball does not bounce off you like that in order for kim to jump up in the air and rocket the ball toward the goal yeah she doesn't that's not how science works she scores and the team is impressed but bonnie's like oh here you go you're the equipment manager and she's like uh dude what the hell and she's like oh freshman can't join the team which okay where's the coach yeah because i think i would take that (laughs) and what team is is this like intramurals is it, like, the school team? Because there's freshman varsity and JV. I mean, maybe school isn't big enough for that, but she should at least but have, also, like, like an freshman, alternate spot. But if the freshman is good enough, they usually make the team. But there's no one moderating the sport. Yeah, also, the team captain. She's not even team captain. She's on the team. And she's only a sophomore, so why is she acting like... How, why is she in charge of who makes it? Yeah, there would be, like, seniors. It doesn't make any... Okay. doesn't make sense. Um, Draken is watching Kim through school security cameras... And he's basically just like, oh, Kimmy's already dwindling. I'm going to destroy her. I'm going to steal her spark. That's her whole, his whole plan in the movie is to steal the spark that makes Kim, Kim. And he's like, good thing she's in high school. It'll just come right out of her. 
Yeah, so after school, Ron is cheering Kim up, and around the corner, they hear a girl crying on the phone to her mom about a terrible first day of school she had, even worse than Kim. So Kim introduces herself, and this girl, who is Athena, is just absolutely starstruck because Kim's all over the news and super cool and stuff. Yeah. So they all go to Bueno Nacho, mm-hmm. and Athena, yeah, basically explains, explains how big of a fan she is and that she has no friends. And she cosplayed as Kim to a convention. Kim doesn't find that weird. I feel like I would find that weird if I were yeah. a teenager. All the teenagers who cosplay are like, oh, this movie's so relatable. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ron and Kim the next day arrive late to homeroom again, but they're with Athena, and she's able to smooth talk Barkin to save them from detention. Um, at home, after school, I guess, Kim shows Athena her gadgets closet, including the outfit that she normally would wear on missions, like in the cartoon, like her crop top turtleneck. Yeah, and her cargo pants. And her cargo pants. And, uh, Athena's like, why don't you wear this anymore? And she says, wearing the same thing, just felt cartoony. <laughs> she's wearing the same thing again. She's wearing the same thing! It's just a short sleeve turtleneck that's not cropped. Well, and she has, like, it's a little updated, but I'm saying she's wearing that outfit every time now, too, yeah. so it's just gonna be the same thing. She's she like, also alternate. does it once wear, like, her green shirt with the blue pants, or, like, the pink heart shirt with the jeans. None of those. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then this Poppy Blue song plays on the radio, and Kim is like, oh my god, I love Poppy Blue, and Athena's like, who's that? And she's like, oh, she's, like, a big singer, love her. And they dance around the room, and Kim's like, oh my god, I'm glad we're becoming friends, which, you know... I enjoy that for Kim. I like that she's making a friend who's a girl. Ron's a great friend. I mean, she had Monique. He girlfriends. Well, not in this movie. Yeah, Monique, don't care. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, Kim, at soccer practice, is using a toothbrush to clean cleats, which is not the most productive. Like, if you just slap them together, the mud will come off. Well, they're still wet for some reason. I, she got them wet. They, I, dry them out and then pick it off. Yeah. Like, literally, if you just, like, smack the cleats together, all the dirt will come off. I mean, they're wet and muddy, but she could just Also, like, who cares? Their cleats are supposed to be dirty. Yeah. Uh, while she's there, Athena's with her, and she's like, hey, should we kick the ball around and practice for next year when we can try out? So they start doing that. Uh, Kim is, like, doing moves as she's kicking the ball, like, doing little backhand springs and stuff, and then Athena joins in and can somehow just do that automatically now, too. And Ron's like, whoa. Yeah. God, it's so awkward. Like, Athena, two, you're cool. These two actresses, I feel like they told them to improv a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Because they just, like, awkwardly giggle the whole time. They're like, ah, you're so good. Ah. I don't know. Anyway, Kim invites Athena along on their next mission, but first they have to fix Athena's rat nest of a head. Also, is that a good idea, inviting a stranger you right. don't know? Like, I know that she can do some martial arts or whatever, but that's not enough. These are, like, life or death situations. I don't understand. Kim. Yeah, but they have to fix her hair first, so they, the, Kim takes her to her salon. Um, at Bueno Nacho, Kim gets a call from Wade, and he reveals that Shigo has busted into a top-secret government lab, so they have a new mission to go on to stop Shigo. But so, first, they have to get Athena from the salon. Yeah, so she's got this new hair. It's, like, long and curly with, like, red streaks and this purple turtleneck with cargo pants, just like Kim. It's like Kim's outfit, but a little more trendy or something. And she's like, oh, I made my own mission suit. Yeah, her suit. sleeves are just, like, fabric ribbons that are, like, wrapped around her arms. Well, Kim has that, but, like, on her pants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their ride is uh, Poppy Blue in a pink limo to the secret government lab. Uh, it turns out Kim helped Poppy with taxes, and now they're friends. Yeah, she's good at international tax law, apparently. 
at 14, once again. Which I mean, was, I think they did make jokes like that in the yeah. original show. If it was but... a cartoon, I'd believe it. My favorite joke from the original show is... Because, uh, like, we know that Dr. Ann Possible is a brain surgeon, and then Mr. Possible is a rocket scientist, and Mr. Possible is trying to put something together. I don't know what. And he's on the phone with, like, customer service, and he's like, listen, I'm no rocket scientist. Well, actually, I am a rocket scientist. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. Yeah, Kim's dad, for being a rocket scientist, is a himbo. He's very much, like, a dad. Like, in the original series, he's barely in this movie. He's a himbo. <laughs> we love Mr. Through. Possible. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, Poppy Blue is Christy Carlson Romano. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention <laughs> That's her, like, big cameo. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Athena immediately goes up and is like, oh, like, I'm such a huge fan. And Poppy immediately takes to Athena, and they're all like, oh, my God, she's, like, a better Kim. So Kim, at this point, is, like, already starting to feel a little shaken by Poppy, or by Athena's newfound confidence. Yeah, people are literally saying this to her face. They're like, <laughs> you better watch out, Kim. She's gonna She's better you than up. you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they get dropped off at the secret island in this hot pink limo. Um, they're trying to look for the secret entrance to the secret government lab, and Athena finds it by pulling an apple from a tree, that which reveals the, the secret entrance. Yeah, so they all go in, and they're looking around at first. They know that Shigo must be there, but they can't find her. That They're at a brain institute, um, and yeah, they, uh, they're looking for Shigo, and Athena basically figures out that Dr. Draken's plan from being in this brain institute is to, like, take data and, like, transfer it into his own brain. Yeah, apparently they're trying that out on rats. On naked mole rats! Yeah. And this is how we- We have a five-minute scene <laughs> of Ron talking to a naked mole rat. Of coaxing out Rufus, basically. Which is not the origin story- from the original. Yeah, also illegal. Like, yeah. the government would be like, give us our naked mole rat back. Yeah, and they're basically like, oh, like, they're testing out these brain data transfers on these naked mole rats, and that's why Rufus is so smart. Again, backstory that we don't need. Have you heard the naked mole rat? It explains the whole thing. Yeah, his dad was allergic to everything, but he wanted a pet, so they found Rufus. And it was love at first sight. <laughs> the and naked Rufus, mole rat is not in this movie either. And Rufus is just smart. Rufus is just smart. That's who he is. He does not have to get tested on by the government rat. to get that way. Yeah. Give him some credit. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on Rufus's Put some name. respect on Rufus's name. Um, yeah, so basically Ron finds Rufus and takes him and keeps him forever. Um, Eventually they find Chigo. Yeah, she's trying to take a glowing cube. Because back at the secret, at Draken's secret lair, they had this energy source, but it didn't work out. They had, like, these funny moments between Draken and Shigo in the cartoon, which worked. But they don't work here, because these are literal adults that we're watching. Yeah. It's just... Because, like, Draken and Shigo aren't really, like, human in the original series. Yeah, well, okay, like, I was thinking about line. this. I was thinking about this. The episode where they do, like, origin story of Shigo and, like, all of her siblings who are also, like evil, well, not evil, but they're all, like, colors, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I wanted didn't, to watch didn't that. they, like, jump into a batch of chemicals or something? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. But also, is there an episode where she goes, like, I do everything and I'm smarter than you, Dr. Draken? Because I always think that. Like, why would she I mean, it's very him? obvious that well, the yeah. women in this show are much more competent than the men. Like, I mean, Draken and Shigo are a, uh, like, parallel of Kim and Ron. Yeah, I mean, they go back and forth about it all the time, but why is she always following his stupid plans? Just do it yourself. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I, don't I mean, I guess she's not an evil scientist, but she could just, like, torture him into doing it. If the internet has taught me anything, Shigo's also gay, so she's not there because she loves dragons. Well, Shigo is a gay icon to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Their gay sexual awakening. 
Yeah. Shigo. Cartoon. <laughs> I, I love that for them. <laughs> it's something I did not realize until I saw it on the internet. I was like, oh. <laughs> I see people, like, dress up as Shigo for Halloween, and I think that would be a very fun costume. I agree. They also have Shigo, because, like, in the cartoon, Shigo wears black gloves, but she's always, like, filing her nails. Yeah. And they have that here, but they also have, like, fake nails, like, over her gloves. It doesn't work. And again, like, we're, like, these are, like, very clearly adults. And, like, not that, like, Dragon and Shigo aren't adults in the cartoon, but it's just, like, it, it feels weird. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. It looks stupid. Yeah, so they find Shigo. She's taking the energy source that they had to steal for their machine because they couldn't get it back in the lab. Um, Kim goes up to the platform that the energy source is sitting on to fight Shigo. Athena tries to help, which causes Kim to lose the cube when we have, like, this whole fight scene. And then Kim and Ron get trapped in an animal cage, which is an electric eel. Um, Athena... Uh, is fighting Shigo off. Like, they're going back and forth. At first, Shigo's just really, like, taking her down, but then Athena's like, ah, I can do more. And yeah, she the grabs, whole time... like, a mop and starts fighting no, it's her like, with it's it. It's like an animal control thing that they oh, used yeah, to, like, yeah, grab yeah. the animals. Yeah. And so she, like, does, like, all these tricks with the giant stick to fight Shigo off, and the whole time Kim is, like, helplessly trapped in the cage with her biggest fear, electric eels. And Ron. And Ron. <laughs> and Rufus. And Rufus. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Athena's able to fight Shigo and then free Kim and Ron, but okay, they... She, okay, she beats Shigo down, but doesn't take the cube back, and then goes and unlocks Kim and Ron. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Kim and Ron... Yeah, so she frees them, but then Shigo leaves with the cube. Um, Shigo is complimenting Athena, and again, Kim is insecure. Well, yeah, she's like, fuck you, Kim. That's some real competition. Again, Shigo knows what she's doing. She knows how to take Kim down a peg. <laughs> Um, Shigo arrives back at the lair, and they both agree that, like, Kim is, like, slowly dwindling. Um, Draken reveals that he's going to release the security footage from the lab, because Draken apparently has access to all security cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, the footage of Kim scared in the enclosure, and, um, Athena kicking Shigo's ass. Yeah. So, um, oh, so Kim goes, oh, to... Oh, got it, got The next day Hold at on. school. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to give you that. I was lost in my notes. Okay. Yeah, so at school the next day, everyone is talking about how cool Athena is. There are people literally, like, with long sticks trying to fight the way that she did from this video that apparently got leaked. Everyone's like, oh my god, Athena's so cool, which they never did for Kim. So Kim is, like, already, like, kind of like, mm, okay, this kind of sucks. Uh, later on at lunch, Athena is, like, talking to Bonnie, and then she comes and sits down. Bonnie's like, okay, he's like, see you later. And Kim's like, oh, why are you seeing Bonnie later? And she's like, oh, Bonnie told me to try out for soccer. I know she said freshmen aren't allowed on the team, but she told me to try out, so. Yeah, so then I get this quick little montage of Athena, like, surpassing Kim at everything. She finds Athena and Ron hanging out at Bueno Nacho without her. Um, Athena is named Student of the Month, and Athena makes the soccer team. Um, so Kim decides to go to, to her Nana's house, and, uh, at Nana's house, they open up a secret dojo where Nana teaches her how to fight. So here is the unnecessary backstory of where we learn, where we learn how Kim learned how to fight all these people her Nana taught her in her secret house dojo. I'm pretty sure we meet her grandparents in that cartoon, and this is not true. Yeah. This is not canon. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, so much just, like, unnecessary backstory that we don't need. Yeah, but she specifically asked her mother to teach her, her or her grandmother, grandmother <laughs> to teach her how to fight with a bow staff, and grandma's like, hmm, do you want to do that? Because Athena was doing that, and she was like, maybe. Uh, we she also, like, Kim briefly mentioned that her mom is a black belt, too, so it's also sort of implied that Nana taught mom and mom taught Kim. Yeah. 
but while Grandma's just, like, beating the shit out of Kim, just, like, keeps knocking her down, um, and then she's like, hey, like, what's going on, girl? Why are you feeling like this? And Kim is basically just like, I've always been the best at everything, and now I'm not, and I don't know how to deal with that. And Grandma's like, jealousy looks bad on you. And she's like, I'm not jealous. I just have never been not perfect at everything, so I don't know who I am. And Grandma's like, you're not just the things you do. But Kim's like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. And cries. Girl, you're 14. No one knows who they are. <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> Um, so then there's, uh, an assembly at school that will honor Athena with the inaugural Most Promising Freshman Award. They would not do that. <laughs> no. Uh, before the assembly, Kim failed a test. Um, Ron catches her trying to ditch school, but he convinces her to show up for their friend. At the assembly, everything's going on, Athena gets honored, and Shigo crashes through the school, followed by Draken, and they announce that they're going to kidnap Athena. So, Kim goes to help. Kim, also, her clothes are, like, more drabby, and her hair is more ratty, like Athena was at the beginning, mm -hmm. um, and Kim is always spot-on style. Well, she's losing her spark. She's losing her sparks. Kim goes to help, and she grabs a mop. Trying to, like, do these bow staff moves that Athena did, but... Which, if she was paying attention to her lesson with Grandma, she was not good. Yeah. Um, uh, Athena is yelling at Kim to throw her the staff so that she can break free, break free, but Kim tries to do a move instead and falls on her face. Everyone laughs. Athena gets kid. Everyone just laughs at Kim instead of worrying about their student getting yeah, kidnapped. They laugh at her. They've been recording her, and then they're like, they're like "Oh ha ha ha!" Like by Athena. Yeah, and Athena <laughs> has to get kidnapped by Draken and Shigo. Yeah. Um. Kim admits her insecurities to Ron, and they decide to go save Athena. Well, Kim's like, "Oh, this was all my fault." Ron's like, "Yeah, it was." <laughs> Ron, things are so often your fault. Does Kim ever do that to you? <laughs> Um, yeah, they're like, okay, like, we're gonna go save our- we're gonna pick ourselves up and go save our friend. Yeah. Um, so, Draken and Shigo are back at the lair, and we learn that Athena was actually a part of their plan all along. They put her in Kim's life to, uh, usurp her at everything. Mm hmm And break down Kim and steal her spark. Yeah, um, Athena is, like, ready for her next mission. She's really in on this. She's like, I did a good job, and they're like, we'll get you your stuff later. Uh, yeah, so before going to save Athena, Ron and Kim stop by Kim's house and ask for help from Mom and Nana. Um, Ron takes Jim and Tim's drone before leaving, while Dad, Jim, and Tim stay behind. Which, okay, here's the thing. I I like the idea of including her family in this because she is a 14-year-old girl and would not be able to, like, always do this by herself. But in the show, she never has to ask adults for help, which is, like, part of the fun of it. Yeah. So I didn't love this part. Also, they don't really do anything once they get there. You know, they help her get in, and that's it. <laughs> There's, like, no reason for them to be there. Yeah. Um, so, in the lair, Draken fell asleep and wakes up to find the brain modulator gone, but then the door opens to a sleek lab that they didn't know- he didn't know there. it's a dumb scene. See, okay, <laughs> at this part, I thought that Chico was gonna be like, I'm taking over, because the entire cartoon, I wanted her to do that, and she never <laughs> did. I thought they were gonna do that, they didn't. Yeah, um, so they put the energy source that they stole into the machine- um, Kim is at the lair entrance and mom and Nana turn off the alarm. She sneaks in and finds Athena by herself. Athena tells Kim that she was a terrible friend and Kim's like, yeah, you're right. And that's when Athena reveals that she's actually a robot working for Shigo and Draken. Yeah, she just like pulls off part of her face to expose her like wiring. I think they call her a humanoid cyborg or something like that. But yeah, she's a robot. Yeah, Athena leaves and Kim finds like all this research on herself in this room um, Draken and Shigo hook Athena up to the machine, 
Um, all the possibles and Ron enter the room. Dragon yeah. traps all of them in this force field, except for Rufus. Um, he starts revealing his evil plan, which was for Athena to learn all of Kim's spark that will transfer from Athena now to him, and then Athena will be destroyed so that Draken can finally destroy Kim after that. Yeah, um, so he presses a button which starts making the force field around everyone, like, Team Possible, yeah, smaller Athena, and smaller. Athena was not aware that she was going to be destroyed, and yeah. Kim is like, no, I have to save my friend. Yeah. Um, so Draken makes the force field smaller. Uh, luckily, they realize that Rufus is out, and Wade starts driving the drone that Rufus is sitting on, so they can go hit the button, which is, like, on the ceiling. Uh, Rufus gets there just in time, lets them out, and a fight scene ensues. Yeah, um, it ends up Draken gets in the machine and starts the process, but Kim stops it with her laser lipstick, which she never used from afar, I just want to add. She always used her laser, her laser lipstick just to, like, drill a hole into, like, machinery and yeah. to like get through places yeah um the machine starts malfunctioning and somehow it ends up turning draken into a young boy um they were trying to set themselves up for a sequel yeah i don't know what they were thinking um the the machine is about to explode and shigo and draken escape in an escape pod everyone stays behind to help rescue athena who's been like sort of drained by this machine um, they're all about to leave, but Athena's like, I can stay behind and absorb the energy from the cube, uh, so that you guys can have time to escape. Yeah, um, Kim doesn't want to leave her, but eventually, like, everyone convinces her to. So they run out, there's a huge explosion, uh, they get, like, pushed by a little bit. Kim is upset, like, just watching her friend die, basically. Um, they're, like, looking at the rubble, and then Rufus, like, runs into the rubble and starts, like, sniffing something out, so they're like, oh, what's going on? We see Athena's moving hand, and they go to pull it out, but they just pull out, like, her hand and then a bunch of wires. Athena's body is completely destroyed, but everything still works. Yeah, what's even more disturbing for children, I imagine, is Kim going up and picking up her head and just the wires from her head. She's like, don't worry, Athena, we'll get you back together. (laughs) Yeah, and mom calls, uh, dad to be like, hey, we get to build a cyborg, and dad's very excited about this. Yep. Yeah, so they save him. This is when Kim starts narrating things again. Again, because you can't have a modern Disney movie without narration. Yeah, so she's like, things went back to normal. We stabilized Athena and got her, uh, all, like, the evil programming out of her, her and Athena created a martial arts club at school. Everyone is, like, learning from them. And it's the new popular thing to do, not soccer anymore, so Bonnie is upset. Yeah. Kim's learning how to be a better friend, and it's made her a better hero. And now Athena mm. is apparently part of Team Possible. And you can't just add someone to Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable. And apparently that was the message of the movie the whole time, was to be a good friend. <laughs> and also, that's not fair. She's a cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like she could be easily, like, coded. Manipulated? To, yeah, like, coded to do something she, Yeah, evil. she's definitely more of, like, a threat than an asset. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get it. See, I, this seemed kind of familiar. I think they did something similar in the show once, but I can't remember exactly what it was, so. Well, in the So the Drama movie that we covered recently, Kim's boyfriend was a ploy from Draken to distract her mm. so that he could destroy Kim. Yeah. And it was, like, revealed in the end that Sounds he was a robot right. that worked with, was working for Draken yeah, yeah, all yeah. along. Well, I was also thinking of the first episode of Kim Possible where they have, like, the, uh, girls. The, like, human, uh, not human, the cyborg girls, like, the army of them. The it was in the, No, it cheerleaders? was in the first scene. Oh, I don't Or remember. in the, like, title sequence. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and then we get this sort of, like, end credit scene where Draken is enrolling in high school with a new plan to destroy Kim Possible because he can now blend in easily. Yeah, like I said, they were really trying to set themselves up for a sequel. I don't know why. I don't know if the, why they thought this was going to be good, but it was not. It was bad. It was real bad. This, they took... Something it was, sacred. <laughs> they took all, like, a few elements from a good show and put it into a bad movie, and they tried to, like, claim it as part of the series, but it didn't work. Like, I feel like there's so many things that they could have done. Like, Senor Senior Senior and Senor Senior Junior. <laughs> I was waiting for them! Because they were my favorite! Well, no, they had to do Draken and Shigo, because they're games the mainer villains. <laughs> and then there was the Scott, the golf guy. <laughs> or Brick Flag, he wasn't in there either. They they credited him. They yeah, credited I saw him in the Brick. IMDb, but he wasn't actually there. Yeah, he didn't, like, talk or anything. Yeah, I... And th- this is hard, because, like, I'm not a big cartoon person to begin with, but Kim Possible is something that only works as a cartoon. Yeah. I, again, I just don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they thought they were doing. I don't know. Well, and I looked it up. Like, the original creators were, like, producers on this movie, but I feel like they did not have a lot of input. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to get some work again in 2019. Again, hoping that there would be a Kim Possible revival. (laughs) If I ever have kids, I'll ask them if they want to watch Kim Possible. They probably won't want to. will stay alive in my heart. (laughs) Yeah. How did you rate and rank this Kim Possible (laughs) movie? (laughs) I gave this a one out of five, and I put it third from the bottom at number 115 below Genius and above Hounded. Yeah, I gave this a one and a half out of five. It's below the Tangled movie at 111, um, and below it is Bad Hair Day. But yeah, it it was not good. It was bad. Not good. (laughs) Next week, though, we get Descendants 3. Another CK. I, I, uh, again, based off, uh, I don't know if Kenny Ortega has anything to do with this, but based off of our Disney knowledge, once we get to the third of a series of a DCOM, it goes downhill, especially after second is almost always the best. I mean, High School Musical 3 wasn't terrible, but it wasn't a DCOM. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, Cheater Girls Girls 3. 3, Yikes. I mean... Halloween Town High isn't that bad, but it is nothing compared to the original, Hallow- the first two Halloween Towns, in my opinion. It's also better than the fourth one. Well, yeah. I mean, Halloween it has Town High, I think, Marnie. holds up for being a third movie. Yeah, it's fine, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yep. Another musical, though. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Bye. Bye.